Welcome to Awakening Matters. This is your host, Cynthia Sloan. In Awakening Matters, I cover all topics from the embodiment of this incarnation for you and the journey into creation and everything in between. And so welcome. I get so much information from so many of you, and today I appreciate that, and I am thankful for it, your feedback. Um, just at the top of this hour, I'm going to share my um, website. It's C-Y-N-T-H-I-A. Sloan is spelled S as in Sam, L-O-N, the number nine dot com. So CynthiaSloan9.com, and on there you'll find everything that uh, you never knew you needed. <laughs> so welcome. Today is clearly, for many, the day before Thanksgiving. And it has caused um, those known to me and then those who have been writing into my email and texting and calling me um, to also want to know about their loved ones on the other side. So one of the extreme pleasures that I'm honored to offer is the ability to communicate with loved ones on the other side, as well as help those on this side find closure and completion, Uh, not to end something, but to begin something new. Um, in a new and different dialogue, or possibly the same dialogue, but from a different perspective. So Awakening Matters, literally, that, literally the name of this sacred hour is Awakening Matters, because awakening is why we are all here. It's why we are in a human consciousness, and we are here to have experiences, that awaken us to more of ourselves and move us into the next um, dimension of consciousness, of thought, of goals, of self-awareness. But I think most importantly on this um, day or evening, if you're listening to it in evening hours, um, it's very important to remember that the ancestry that came before you, whether you know your family, history or whether you don't, um, that each and every individual made choices and that you are free in this lifetime at any moment of your choice to make and to truly create an individual path different, whether known or unknown to you, than anyone who came before you. And I say different because you might choose to do something on the spur of the moment or something you had not thought of, but it comes forth and it feels exciting and scary. And also it gives you a sense of maybe urgency, but also a sense of purpose. And so I say to you that your spirit guides, along with loved ones on the other side, um, their purpose is to give you information in any way they possibly can to utilize this physical world like a living book, if you will, um, with roadmaps and guides and beautiful scenery and difficult scenery. But it is all about 
not you leaving who you are, but returning and becoming more connected to uh, who you are in your own truth. And so today we're going to discuss, when I say we, I mean this incredible council of very high vibrational frequency beings that have gathered in etheric form to share and communicate with all of us, including myself. And so today there will be a lot of opportunity um, for information, but also for love to be shared, a love that is quite literally um, unlimited and without form, without judgment, and with unconditional, ongoing, and unending support. So I say to you right now, sometimes the holidays can be very, very difficult for those of us who are alone, who've had a different past, who um, have not felt the familiar of unity through your bloodline. Let's put it that way. And so it can be difficult, but so I say to you, if you could see who sits with you, if you are sitting alone tomorrow, let's say on Thanksgiving, um, or just tomorrow as a day, if you are sitting alone, you are not alone. You are surrounded by your spirit guides. You are surrounded by a circuitry of love and light that keeps communicating with yourselves. And I am talking about communication all the way down to the cellular level. I'm talking about cell regeneration. I'm talking about, simply put, your physical body has to be in love with itself in order to continue to honor and cooperate with all its different factions and different vibrations and different organs, etc., it has to love itself and feel the support of loving itself, and it most certainly does. And why does it? Because it doesn't rely on a human, and I'm not necessarily talking about you in your own body. I'm talking about maybe you with other people in your life. Your physical body does not rely upon the people in your life to give it permission to love itself. It has a consciousness, each cell in your body has a consciousness that is aligned to and connected with a self-knowing and an infinite intelligence of renewal that far surpasses the human experience. And so why, why, why am I mentioning this? Because to go within and to do some inner work or even an inner dialogue or you are connecting, wait a second, I'm being told there's this huge love inside of me that's co-creating and maybe navigating all these organs and cells to cooperate so that I can experience sight, sound, smell, touch, etc. Don't take my word for it. Go inward and you will start to experience even if you were, as an example, to say, I'm going to seek the love that I'm being told dwells within, which is why everything in me is able to coexist and cooperate. And I want to feel that love. 
I want to be part of that love instead of separate from it. Instead of seeking it outside of me, I'm going to get to know what already dwells within me in regards to love as an energy, a source, and a being. And if you do that every day, five minutes a day, or even in thoughts that come forth, you will start to experience more of who you are in your totality versus just the experience of the moment that you're having. So some experiences take us away from the fullness of our conscious awareness. As an example, um, some experiences take us away from knowing or remembering or even relying upon our past, that we have had past lives that we have present life, that we have future lives. If that's not your belief, then I would say to you then that belief may be that you have a council of guides and beings that surround you and are there for you, not only accessing your personal hall of records for you, but providing you with infinite wisdom and information that maybe it's coming in a dream state, you're hearing about it in a conversation, over coffee at the table next to you. I mean, what I'm trying to point out is everything around you is um, available to you as a tool, a divine instrument of guidance, and it takes tuning into yourself to feel that connection. But sometimes we experience miracles. I did say miracles. We experience miracles in the sense that They defy this physical dimension. They defy the physical limitations. And I had that experience recently. I was driving. I was behind the wheel, and I was driving a friend. And uh, we were on a very windy road. It was at night, and it was um, very, very foggy out, ground fog. So I was driving quite slow. and. We both witnessed, uh, myself and this friend, a truck with a flatbed attached to it. Just, it's like everything moved into slow motion, which I find what in my near-death experiences and experiences like this one, which I'm about to share, it's almost as though, for me anyway, everything that is moving in motion at a rate of speed just slows way down. And um, in that moment, this truck with this flatbed literally crossed in, it was a two-lane highway, and on the, to the other side of me was a drop-off. So crossed over into my lane, but through my car, like it crossed, there was no way. And this other person witnessed this as well. We both did. And we were both like, oh my gosh, well, I guess this is, you know, this is it. Um, but literally drove through the front of my vehicle and that was just the truck. And then the flatbed drove through the front of my entire vehicle. And then literally, I mean, my mouth was open, her mouth was open, and I was looking at her and looking at the flatbed that had gone through my vehicle that based upon 
the cellular makings of a vehicle in this physical dimension should have caused a very different outcome. However, it left not even a scratch. Instead, it left me in awe and her in awe of something magnificent and miraculous that occurred quite clearly where the visual was this this other vehicle has passed through my vehicle and yet nothing, not even a scratch, transpired. Um, and so it's moments like that. Of course, I'm also talking about Thanksgiving and gratitude where there was tremendous gratitude. I mean, how could there not be? Such a deep sense of gratitude, but also the palpable awareness that that absolutely happened and that the two souls that were in the vehicle, well, I had two dogs in the back. I couldn't see them. Maybe they were, um, the whites of their eyes were showing as well, <laughs> but they were pretty quiet. Um, but in any case, it was, um, it was an experience outside of time because it, there was an, a clarity of mind within me that okay this is it there's no there's no place for me to slam on the brakes cuz this vehicle is already in, moving into my vehicle and i can't turn the wheel in any direction so this is it i felt a tremendous sense of peace that was a wonderful um knowing to have um and then to be left in awe and in a state of um, wonderment that the molecules clearly of the moment um, had a different outcome and version, version of outcome, and that we were present to experience the moment, what happened during it, and most definitely present after it. So I'm going to tie this all in and say that I opened the show talking about um, that we are supported. Sometimes we do not have one other human being in our lives, but we are supported by that which is unseen, sometimes unknown, unfelt. And no, I'm not saying you have to have that experience in order to have that knowing. Um, but I am here as a physical representative in conscious awareness that that happened to me and therefore, and to this other person, and therefore that um, it can happen to anyone else. I hope it doesn't in the sense that I hope you're not on a dark, winding um, road at night with ground fog and a truck drives into your vehicle, <laughs> but certainly if it does, I would choose that the same outcome I had for you. But in that case, it's not unlike life. It's the moment where we are grieving and we believe that that grief will envelop us. In fact, we believe it already has. We, we do not feel or experience the light, the beauty, the joy of being in body. And we experience it in our totality. It's almost like every cell, not only in your body but everywhere around you, even in the walls or wherever you are, is feeling the pain as well. 
And is it not the case, and it may not be, but on the day for some, when that fog, so to speak, or that grief lifts, that it is a memory as well as a knowing, but as quickly as it arrived, it does not leave quickly, but it changes as you move through it. And a lot of times in our humanity, there's a belief that if we are in depression or if we are in grief or if we are in lack or if we are in any emotion or mental or vibrational aspect that represents a limitation of any kind, we are what? We are uncomfortable. And so there's a desire to understand, and and there's often a terror accompanied with not understanding and the deep desire to quickly understand as much as possible. And sometimes we just have to get through it, and when we get beyond it, we experience, um, looking back at it, so much more. So basically, I'm saying when we are in the middle of something, we sometimes cannot see the gift that it is to our lives until we are looking back at it, and then the pieces start to fall together. That can be the end of a relationship. It can be the loss of a community. It can be the loss of a loved one. It can even be the loss of a beloved child, a beloved pet. Sometimes only through and after that grief do we experience um, the blessing and being thankful that we even knew those people and those beings, that we even had time with them, the gratitude of the knowing that if things didn't end well, that you are able to bring peace around to yourself, that you are able to know who and how you are, and you are able to sit in love with who you are, in appreciation with who you are, with who you have become, that then all of the struggle whether it is the struggle of loss, whether it is the struggle, whether any struggle meets you in your life, that if you are either during or after that struggle able to be at peace and to know yourself, there is a peace there that nothing and no one can take away ever again. It is a sense of peace because you have come to, in your humanity, in your spirituality, in your cellular body, you have aligned with the cells and the consciousness of your body. There's no longer a struggle or the need for the body to be a messenger because the messages were received. And so there's a sense of clearing as well as a sense of deep peace and knowing that who you are and who you've become through all this struggle that you've gone full full circle can never be taken from you again by anything external, ever. And then what ends up happening is a thankfulness being Thanksgiving tomorrow and a gratitude to your entire past to everything in it. Now I'm saying, am I saying you have to love the harshest and most horrific experiences of your life? No, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is 
please know to love yourself through them. You don't have to love what happened to you, but see yourself clearly. See the love and the light that you still are. See that you are still intact. And even if you have rough and hard days, remember that you got through something, whether it is the passing of a loved one or the end of something, whatever it is in your life for you. And now that we're entering the holidays, if those are extremely difficult for you, I must tell you as maybe one voice in your darkness or in your sense of aloneness, you are surrounded by your guides, beings that have known you from past lives, that have agreed prior to you even agreeing to be here and have the experience, that they will be sitting with you, beside you, and loving you through all your journeys, the lows and the highs. How do I know that? Because I talk to them and people all over the world every single day. It's not something that I question anymore. It's a knowing because I've talked to my own guides since I was a child. And my first reading for somebody else was at 11 years old. I'm 57 years old now. And so what I'm saying to you is if you question whether you matter, because I'm not telling you to take my truth, but I'm going to, for a moment, share my truth with you. And that if you want to sit or stand in the light of that possibility, it is for you and with you at all times. And that is this. You are always surrounded by love. Can you always feel it? No. How do you know it's there? Because you are breathing. Because you are still here. Because your council of guides have a commitment and are serving their higher purpose by assisting you through this very journey you are in. They celebrate the highs with you and they hold you in the lows. How do I know that? Oh, that's a whole other show, but I have experienced enough lows to know that when I did not desire to get up, not only was I being held, but I was stood up and given the inner strength and vision and love to keep going. And so I pass that on to you and you and you and you. I pass that on to you. And not that it's mine to give you. It lives within you. But I pass my knowing about how loved you are to you because I have lived it and I continue to in such deep gratitude. There are many, many people around the world experiencing, around the world, even those who are not in the actual trauma are experiencing trauma just by hearing about it and the sympathy and the etheric aspect of them. They are, they are holding their broken hearts for others as well. And so I say to you as I talk to them all, those on the other side and those who remain, 
there was always a unified message, a universal message that they desire to get across more than anything else, more than anything else. And that is, please let them know I love them. Let them know they're loved. How can I let them know they're loved? I forgive them everything. Please let them know that they're loved. And so I say to you that love, the vibration, the frequency, the actual cell regeneration is based not on human love, but the cells loving themselves and each other. That you're so loved, incredibly loved, and those from the other side are being able to reach their loved ones and let them know. And the peace, the peace that comes over a mother, a father, a child, a brother, a sister, a lover, a friend, when their loved one is able to say, I love you, I forgive you everything, I love you, even if they have nothing to forgive, please forgive me, I hear this a lot, that I'm on the other side, I didn't know, etc. There's a lot of working out back and forth, working stuff out, I should say, and the end result is peace, P-E-A-C-E, for those on the other side and those that remain here. And sometimes a really strong, close bridge that the communication is able to be ongoing even without an interpreter or a a sacred voice being that for, for others. And so I say to you on this, this eve or this day, whatever time zone you're in and you're listening, I ask that you are in gratitude for one thing. I ask that you move into a quiet gratitude for who you are and how you are. That you move into a quiet love so much deeper than this life, any other life, or your future. But that in the present moment, you put all the reasons that you might withhold love from yourself, to yourself, aside, and that you join the cellular consciousness, your higher self, and the spiritual, or if you don't resonate with that word, the etheric or the vibrational word, energy, and that you join that within you and you experience the gratitude that you have for yourself. No one can give that to you and no one can take it away. If you hold on to that for and with yourself, and you will know if it's authentic because you will feel a great sense of peace dwelling within you. And so I say to you that you are loved, you are seen, you are held, you are felt, your words, your prayers, your desires, your suffering, all of it is heard and received, and what you 
want most indeed is being worked on every breath you take. So that's the other thing. On this dimension, there's a uh, tremendous focus on pushing to make something happen. And I'm not saying to anyone out there, stop pushing. No, that's between you and your free will. But I will also say to you, if you're tired of pushing, give yourself a moment to breathe while you let your spirit guides and your higher self and your free will do the receiving for you. So sometimes you are pushing so hard because you have not yet given yourself the permission to feel worthy enough to receive. When you feel worthy enough to receive, the pushing will become less and the receiving will become more. So receiving equals loving yourself, loving yourself equals receiving. And so I say to you, don't stop pushing. Don't stop doing anything you don't want to stop doing. But in between time, in your free will, allow yourself to know your worth and that you are worthy of receiving whatever it is you desire. And if it's not available to you in the moment or whoever you're focused on, Become open to receiving it in different ways from others or other avenues. Become open to receiving this or something better. And a great sense of peace will begin to dwell within you. Life is all moments. Life is trauma, tragedy, suffering, joy, excitement. Right now, as I'm speaking to you, there is somebody being asked out for the first time, and they are ecstatic and think and believe, and it truly is, that it's the best day of their life. Right now, as we speak, somebody is passing away, and another person is suffering an unconscionable suffering. Right now, as I speak to you, there is joy, there is sorrow, there is love, there is darkness, there is beauty, there is illness. Everything is happening all at once. We must remember that. Why? Why must we remember that? Well, nobody needs to remember that, truly, but I invite you to remember that for one reason only. It will take you out of a small focus that is worrying you, causing you fear, causing you to repeat thoughts, and it'll expand you into, wait a second, if I am suffering right now, or if I am worried right now, or if I am burdened right now, if all things are happening at one time, that means any second or just around the corner, I'm going to feel free of this burden, and I'm going to move back into a sense of joy. I mean, clearly, yes, we all have free will, and we can all choose differently. We can choose to stay focused on something for the remainder of our lives, and there is no judgment. But I am also saying to those who want to feel a sense of universal connectedness, 
everything you have already experienced in your life is being experienced by others as we speak. The highs, the lows, the hopes, the failures, and they're not failures at all. Later on, they will be gratitude from you or to you for the having the experience at all. And so as we go full circle, there is an opportunity here to remember, to know, and to never forget. You are a part of something, and that means you are connected to a part of you that is so much bigger, so much bigger than the burdens or the worries of today. And should I then say that the burdens and the worries don't matter? No, they matter very much. I'm actually saying the opposite. Every moment matters. Every moment leads to the next. Every experience leads to the next. And you are here for experience. And you are here to offer experience. But don't forget I hope, I'll put it that way, (laughs) that you don't forget for a moment that you are connected to not only humanity's consciousness and that your awakening or your freedom or your movement from grief to reconnection with a loved one or from your feeling of of isolation to... um, a group of people again, whatever it is, or your fear that you're not going to get the job to getting it and the relief of that, all of that goes into the mass consciousness. And what does that mean? It means that every single human form has access to the records of the mass consciousness. I'll put it that way. And I don't mean record as in record player. I mean more like a universal library and your ability, any any soul's ability to have an experience for it to be recorded and there for those who come after you, even if you're coming back around. And so let yourself breathe. Let yourself let go for a moment and know that if you are struggling right now and you are in the darkest of the dark, that light is around you and you will return to it, even if it has to break through gently and slowly, because the light of who you are will never be lost, ever. Even in the times, even if the entirety of your life has been lived with a burden or a darkness and you feel like you will never escape it, I say to you, if that is the case, that your incarnation this time around, if it is the case for you to experience that you choose in your free will to experience that you are in darkness and only light will come to you upon passing, the light is who you are. And you are experiencing what it's like to be in the darkness. Why? Because you are light. And you remain in that light and you will return fully to the conscious awareness of that light. And so I say to you, as somebody who has had not just her share, but an overabundance of struggles in her life myself, 
that the light I carry now is not a light I wear without a deep knowing that it is there not only because I was born with it, but because the light itself has expanded with, I'm not going to say it was fought for, because that light was present at all times. And with the guidance of my inner spirit and my guides and my intuition and my higher self, I kept returning to the light and even in the darkness asking for it to return to me. And so it is a light with substance. I can only speak for myself and say, my light is a light of substance. It is a light that laughs easily. It is a light that is lightness, but it is also a light that is anchored. It's a light that is anchored in truth. It is anchored in knowing, and it is anchored in questioning. It is also, most importantly, anchored in peace, a peace that I have to say now is bigger and greater than anything else I've ever experienced. And for that, I am truly grateful and thankful for every experience that has gotten me, that I've chosen for it to help me get to the place of who I am and how I am with myself and in my world. And that journey is the same journey you're on. It's the same journey Is my journey, your journey, exactly to the detail? I hope not. I hope not. Because I I just really hope not. I hope your journey is filled with a lot more joy and light. And certainly there will be the contrast to that joy and light. But may there be more lightness and joy than the contrast. And so... Every single opportunity that you have, know that it is for you and with you, and you can do with it what you will, but you are not alone. I'm sorry if your being alone is what was fueling your awareness or your inner journey. Continue to have it. Absolutely have it. Have it alone, but know then that your spirit council is honoring your truth and standing back so you can have that experience. But will they leave you? Never. Never. They do not need to leave you in order for you to have an experience of yourself. They join you in the capacity of your free will and your choice. So if you desire to experience love, if you desire to experience friendship, community, cohesiveness, become that for yourself and to those in your immediate circle. Maybe it's just animals and that's okay. Animals in the form of pets and that's okay. Or I know people around the world who take care of and partner with wild animals and I honor them so very much for the work they do. But even the animal kingdom is aware that it is here temporarily and that its journey here is 
to experience all that it can upon its return to itself. I think humanity is at a turning point. And unfortunately, this turning point has a tremendous amount of contrast and chaos and pain. And that pain sometimes, not always, awakens a new time in humanity. And so when I sit in meditation and focus on intention, I focus upon that. For not just myself, but for all. Because if I'm not focused on all, all beings, then I'm not truly focused on the totality or wholeness of myself. And so if I have cut someone out, or if I have chosen, now listen very clearly, I am not saying to you, have everyone in your life, even those who dishonor you, disrespect you, dislike you, um, dislike themselves for that matter, am I saying have them in your life or you're not whole? Absolutely not. What I'm saying to you is, Know that they are on their own journey and you do not have to join it. You can focus on the wholeness of who you are. And in turn, you're focusing on the wholeness of who they are unconsciously or consciously. So let me repeat that. You do not have to have, in fact, don't have people in your life that do not respect and honor you, that do not communicate with you, that choose to treat you in a manner that is painful to you and choose to offer them in your prayers a hope for their awakening if you decide to. But either way, know that if you can love yourself fully, the good, the bad, the ugly, all parts of you, the good days, the bad mood days, the great days, the loving days, if you can love the wholeness in you, what I'm saying is then you are offering that love and the wholeness to everyone universally. That's all I'm saying to you. And so on this very special show in regards to loved ones who have crossed. I'm going to answer some questions right now. And I have a question that came in to me from Cheryl. And Cheryl desperately wants to know if Joe is okay. I'm leaving out personal information uh, for a reason, and that is to protect their privacy. But right now, Cheryl, I know that you are listening. And so I'm going to say to you that Joe is right here. And Joe wants to speak to you. And so right now, Cheryl, close your eyes and let Joe speak to you. And I am going to receive Joe's words for him in his closure, in his fullness of being, and also in yours. Go ahead, Joe. I'm sorry. I, no, I have to leave those details out. We can do that after the show. So 
<laughs> you get that I'm doing a show. I love it. Yes. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. I hope you can forgive me. I tried to be what you needed me to be. I believed that I was as loving as I could have been. It's only now on the other side that I see that I only allowed 10% of me to love you. And the rest was scared that to love you with all of me would have been to lose me. And now I see that to love you with all of me would have been, go ahead, it's okay, to experience all of me and be able to love myself even more and love you more too. You are my greatest teacher. And I hoped that in the moments that I was not able to show you love, that I could somehow still be there for you. I'm here for you now. I'm here for you now, and I will be in your dreams. I will be in your waking state. I will have the dogs and the cats look at me. I will guide them to our favorite places. I will do everything I can to let you see and prove to you that I may have left you, but I'm more with you now than even when I was alive. Thank you, Joe. We'll pick this up. Thank you, Joe. That was beautiful. Oh, you both made me cry. So Cheryl, Joe's message is so deep and heartfelt. I have tears rolling down my cheeks. And we will continue this, Cheryl, once I hang up and we move into a different format. But there have been so many of you who have written and asked to speak to your loved ones. And so from now on, on Awakening Matters with Cynthia Sloan, the end of every show will include offering you the opportunity to speak to a loved one and also for a loved one to speak to you. So, and, and even if it's just a portion thereof, that conversation, which will certainly continue um, after, at least you have the experience and it has started to heal your heart, to lift you to embrace you. And right now, Cheryl, I have to say, Joe has gone to you and I'm seeing him completely envelop you and hold you and rock you like he used to. And so I know that you can experience that. And I am absolutely honored to the depths of my being to be a part of this moment and to know the closure and the healing that is transpiring for you both. There are no words, really. I am in deep gratitude and I am so incredibly grateful that you are able to begin your conversation that we will most certainly uh, bring to its fullness after. 
And so I say to everyone listening and those who tune in later and write to me and speak to me and come to me in my dream state, by the way, or enter into my office. So many beings etherically just walk in and I'm like, hi. So to, to all of them, thank you for being present. Thank you for your commitment to let your loved ones know that they're not alone, to share with them, to help them feel you, to help them know you, to help them experience you, and for allowing me to be a tiny part of that because most certainly it continues where I leave off and it continues for some for the rest of their lifetime. And I've had the extreme honor and continue to all over the world to speak for the animal kingdom as well, to speak their truth to their family of humans and to let them know what they're experiencing. And so on this day, I am grateful. I am in gratitude and I'm thankful for all my life experiences. I am so grateful because they have brought me home to myself. And I can honestly say there is not one person in my past, and oh boy, that was a long list not too long ago, um, but there is not one person in my past that I now, after a lot of inner work, don't hold appreciation for or understanding or maybe even gratitude. I understand so much more. And so I say to you, go within, love yourself, know your worth, allow yourself to receive the love that communicates to all your cells that are regenerating and able to do so. Or if they're not, I'm able to find out why and share that with you. And again, my gratitude, the word doesn't even touch it. Um, from my first life all the way to this one, it is so endless to be able to be that for so many. I hope that after tonight, today, tomorrow, whatever your experience is, you feel just that much closer to knowing that you are not only loved, but that you are love as a frequency and vibration and that you are experiencing things maybe to love yourself even more. Maybe you're experiencing a lack of love or a need to change things or a difficult um, experience, not because you are hated. I'm talking about your soul right now. Not because your soul hates you, but because your soul is wanting you to make a choice that is more loving for you, one that meets your needs. Think about that. If it resonates, make it your own. If it doesn't, throw it out. But also with that, know that it's full circle. Whatever you're experiencing now, if you don't want to be in it, you're going to experience the opposite of it. It is a law of the universe. It is a universal law. And so I say to you, for those who are going, now, wait a second, I'm really happy. Does that mean 
everything's going to go bad? No, no. It does mean that you need to focus your free will on the goodness that's happening in your life and give yourself permission in your self-worth to allow it and to communicate with it to expand. And so for those who are struggling, focus on the goodness and your ability and your worth to allow the light in and for it to expand. I know that there are so many aspects to this world that cause us to focus on the external, but we are here for an inside job, not an outside distraction. So I say to you here at Awakening Matters, it does. I send you love and light. I celebrate who you are. And I'm so absolutely steeped, seated in my soul of gratitude for each and every one of you, those present, those in etheric form, for all of it. And so I say bye for just now.